How embarrassed was I to even send you voice notes about it? I was like, don't call it. I go, Sam, don't call it speed dating. Lane went to a speed dating event alone. Oh, yeah. Dude, I do everything alone. I go to concerts. Wait. Shit, I wanted to say this at the beginning. Of the when we were talking about SD Network. I know that you want this, but I also just really want the SD Network to be like co-ed. Oh, we're working on it. We're really, we're, okay, so I'll, we're planning a field day. Okay, we're going to do a test. Okay. Just say hi. I think I also like make out with the microphone. <laughs> I get a little too close. <gasps> All right. Well, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for. I'm so excited. Wow. It feels good to be back from the microphone. I cannot tell you how happy I am to have you on. <laughs> I feel like since the the second we met in person, I was like, oh, do you want to come on my podcast mm-hmm. that I ha- took a hiatus from and haven't been posting, but you're coming on. <laughs> I like knew I needed to have you on. So today we have a wine-fueled, off-the-cuff mm-hmm. episode, but I'm not sure if anyone expects anything different from me for the first guest episode back. <laughs> Our mm-hmm. guest today is one of the first friends I made here in San Diego, always down for a full send, and the founder of the SD Network, Samantha Score. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with Cheers. myself. Cheers. Thanks for having me on. This is so um, different. <laughs> Is this your first podcast episode? Yeah, first podcast episode. And honestly, I think first time like ever talking into a microphone like this. I don't think I've ever been in this type of situation before. Well, if you have any little bit of narcissism in you, mm. as I guess I do. Oh, I have a ton. No, I'm kidding. The <laughs> fact that we both film our life to put on like TikTok and online, it's... Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Both I'm alarming, like, but I feel like you, you feel right at home. Absolutely. Oh, I feel like everybody's a little bit of a narcissist if you really think about it. I mean, if you're being honest, yes. Or if we're being honest, like there has to be a healthy like level of liking yourself and being a little bit delusional in order to get through life, I think. Wow. So I wasn't going to talk about this off the bat, but you know that little dating scenario I found myself in? Yes. It was speed dating. I was really embarrassed to say it, but it's actually, it was so much fun. Wait, I'm so happy because we haven't debriefed this yet and I'm so excited to hear. I love it. I was going to start with like <laughs> how we met and the SD we'll network, but we'll, we'll get, get there. there. Yeah. Are you sure though? Do you want to like, should we talk about the SD network first? Not, no, I mean, we, we I, just, we, we just gave them a little crumb yeah, of the speed yeah, yeah. dating. We could just talk about it later. So you have to listen to the whole thing. I No, I mean, I'm whatever you want to do. I don't. <laughs> We can talk about SD Network. I mean, like, I guess that is technically how we met. But but basically, the S, I'll just say, for the, the speed dating thing, um, you said narcissism and someone, we were talking about hot takes. Like, it was mm-hmm. one of the best conversations I had through the whole night. And this guy's like, we were just going back and forth. And he said something like, oh, that's a hot take. And I was like, well, what's your hot take? And then we just went back and forth. And mm-hmm. one of mine, I was like, you can't love yourself too much. I don't think it's possible. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's a hot take. And I was like, I don't mean arrogance. I just mean... Who else is going to do it for you? I absolutely love that. I I feel like that's one of the that should be like a life motto. Like that makes so much sense to me because it's so true. And I feel like when you find yourself in moments where you don't have that mindset, where you're like, I fucking love myself and I know what I have to offer. And like, if somebody doesn't love me back or somebody doesn't like what they see, it doesn't fucking matter because I do, and I'm I'm good with that. And once I finally also realized like the people pleasing tendencies, I'm like, not everyone's gonna mm-hmm. like you. It's literally impossible. There are too many different kinds of people in the world. And once I really like truly started to accept that mm-hmm. within myself, because I for a longest time I was like, well, why can't we all be friends? Yeah. Like why can't everyone get along? It's just not possible. Well, I think what happens too, because I also struggle with people pleasing. Well, used to. I've gotten so much better. But I think like what happens when you try to be liked by everybody is that you just start shedding off parts of your personality and giving away like little bits of yourself to be 
more suitable for whoever's like sitting across the table from you or whoever you're trying to impress or a go- like a boy you're trying to get to like you and in doing you're just doing yourself such a disservice like you don't actually know who you are like they don't know who you are and so then when you actually slowly start to reveal those bits about you they don't fuck with that because they didn't get the full story up front and like I don't know I've, I used to do that all the time like especially with relationships like present very differently to get approval and and then myself. I quickly realized I was like wait if you don't like me for exactly who I am I don't want it anyway it's a waste of everybody's time this is a perfect segue into how we met because Sam and I met on social media and mm-hmm. it's one of the reasons I do overshare and I think it kind of piggybacks off of I can't believe I just said that what am I in like a fucking <laughs> c- corporate email anyways it piggybacks off of the (laughs) self-love topic because I remember seeing your TikToks and I was like, wait a minute, this girl is so herself and it's so rare that you find people not just doing the cookie cutter thing that like other people always do. Mm -hmm. Like you have your own flair to it. So I want to talk a little bit about how we met and get your take on it because obviously I know my take. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm trying to remember like the first time that I like saw you on social media. I don't know if it was like, I think it was definitely TikTok. Like you had interacted with something that I had posted or vice versa. Yeah, about you moving to San Diego yeah. after a breakup. Yes. Which was exactly, I was here in July with my um, roommate at the time that we were house hunting in July for mm-hmm. moving in September, which is not a thing in San Diego. Yeah. But our cute little heads, we were like, <laughs> we're going to find a place. Nope. Nope. We at least had some clarity on like what neighborhoods we liked, but yeah, I saw your TikTok. It was you on a roof, mm-hmm. I think, with Abby, with right? Abby, yeah. So, can you first tell me a little bit about how you ended up out here? Yeah, 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 for sure. No, it's so funny because that was also like that time of year was when I had just first started posting on TikTok. That was like like one of the first TikToks that I had posted when I was in my mind trying to be like, okay. I want to be more like I wanted a creative outlet I wanted I've always wanted to kind of start getting into social media and content creation but I had never really gone for it and I was in this whole phase of just being like I'm gonna stop giving a shit about what other people think and I'm just going to treat this like my own little personal diary journal and just like I don't give a shit if people from home see it if people at work see it like I just want to be more of myself and it's been so much fun doing that because not only has it been like very freeing for me on a personal level but I've also gotten to like make so many cool connections through social media like for example you like now I have like a new best friend that we literally met on TikTok which is so bizarre TikTok it's wild of all things um but yeah no I I've been out in San Diego for a couple of years now and as as you said I moved out here after a bad breakup I was it was, a, it was a big break I was, I was gonna say I'm sorry I hope you're okay no, with me saying that but it was on your TikTok it was so. on my I share I talk about it I haven't like talked about it in like a long form oh my gosh you don't need to talk about that if you don't want no no no, no. I I'm I, I I'm happy to share like anything really at this at, I I don't I don't care talking about it but I just haven't like yet in yeah. like a public like online setting well as um, much as you want to talk about it, and if you want to delete yeah. anything yeah, yeah yeah no for sure but yeah I mean I was engaged and called off the engagement and then was gonna be moving back to New York City but before I did that I've always been curious about California so I was like hey fuck it I'm gonna come out to California for two months just get it out of my system get some distance from the ex and then make my way back to New York City and like life will go back to normal and I moved out here with a girl that I went to high school with who I literally hadn't seen or spoken to in over seven years at the time like we were in the same classes together and stuff in high school but we were not friends like we were not like besties like we are now and yeah I don't know long story short I just I couldn't leave once I came out I kept extending it and extending it and then I was like you know what I just have to like commit at some point and figure out how to get the rest of my life to now kind of line up with what I want now versus what I wanted 
like three months ago based on where I was at that time so which is insanely scary that the TikTok algorithm served me your TikTok Mm -hmm. because I was in eerily the same situation where I wasn't engaged but I was in such a long-term relationship that like it's somewhat similar where everyone just expected like oh you guys have been dating for eight years like you're gonna end up married yeah and then there was this like huge flip and I had always been curious about California mm-hmm. and I'd always said I want to live there but like it's just not realistic like my ex-boyfriend definitely isn't leaving his family on the east coast yeah. and I want to travel and do all these things and it just didn't align and I was like well I remember having the thought after coming back from a trip I cried on the flight home mm-hmm. and I was like I just want to live in California I was like, I, I, for a short amount of time, and now that I'm out here, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, and it, like, all makes sense. I'm like, like, maybe oh. one year's not going to be enough, because I told, like, to lessen the blow. I was like, mom and dad, like, no, no, I'm only going to be out for a year. Like, just a year. Get it out of my system, like yeah, you said. Yeah, And all of a sudden, I'm like, I don't know about that. Well, just so wild how so much changes so quickly. Like, it's just, you just go in thinking one thing, and then I, I just... my life is so different than I would have ever been able to expect it a year ago versus like it's just crazy how much things change so you really can't plan it's like you think you're going to be out here for a year who knows yeah anything can happen I mean maybe it's less maybe it's more Mm -hmm. Uh, that's one thing that someone actually I said on a podcast I was on like last week I said that I don't make plans anymore because things really have a way of just changing and I think when you get so attached to an outcome Mm -hmm. it just ends up being you're disappointed one way or another and I don't mean don't have expectations but I don't plan anymore and someone was ripping on me in the comments saying like what a way to live your life and I was like it is a way to live your it is if I want to do that guess what you can do anything you want but this works for me like going with the flow and like having like these big overarching goals that I would love to hit but also not tying myself to like if that doesn't happen, you're any less of like the person, mm-hmm. the daughter, the sister, the whatever. Like you and I said, I reserve the right to change my mind at any point in time. I love I mean, a one of the things that I've been really focused on is practicing the art of detachment. I think that in previous phases of my life, I've been so attached to like, I have to check these boxes. And if I don't do this, then that's not successful. Or like, like I struggled with that a lot when my engagement ended. I was like, oh my gosh, like this this whole huge thing, like I'm damaged goods now and my life is completely different than I thought it would be. And like you get so attached to a specific outcome. And I think the way that you're approaching it and your mindset, you're actually opening yourself up to so many more possibilities and opportunities because you're not just like following like one swim lane of where you're going, mm-hmm. like along the way, there's so many different doors and so many different things that can reveal themselves, but only if you're open to it and able to see it. And when you're not, when you're not like being detached to like what you think could happen, you won't be able to see those things. And I think you said it so perfectly. It's when I think we were in really similar situation. I remember when you said this to me, I was like, no way. Because <laughs> your TikTok just said bad breakup. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Like, I didn't have a terribly bad breakup, but it was somewhat earth shattering in the yeah. sense that like, yeah, everything you know is now flipped on its head, mm-hmm. which can I can only imagine with you. And you lived with him, right? Yeah, we lived together. But what I will say, it's like your relationship was more I, it, like time-wise like you were I was only engaged for I want to say maybe like six months like we got engaged seven months after essentially meeting because we were like zero to a hundred literally overnight which is crazy because in my head I'm like oh my god that's how it's gonna be Mm -hmm. but once again I need to detach from that like little rom-com love story because anything can happen like oh and like 
I mean, it's, I've, I've learned so much from that whole entire experience and just the way that I am dating now and the way that I like my perspective on relationships and pace. Like, I'm such a slow mover now compared to how I used to be, like in so many different ways, like the emotional, the physical, like just the amount of in which I choose to share with somebody when I first meet them. Like there's so much um, romance and going slow versus like going like really hot and heavy and being like you meet them like literally the night I met him he's like I'm gonna marry you like I love you like the night I met him he was like oh my gosh you're the best thing that's ever happened to me and now if I met somebody like that I'd be like love bombing like Like, run run. (laughs) like get the fuck away from me I will say there is I mean that's why I took a hiatus from posting on social media like my YouTube channel even the podcast and I'm so happy to be back because now I'm on the other side of it Mm -hmm. but what you said about the romance and going slow and things it's like recalibrating Mm -hmm. after having such a serious or like you said like my relationship everything was very intertwined and I realized like yeah maybe we weren't engaged and didn't live together but to unravel everything that was was kind of like one of the hardest things and now that I'm on the other side of it I want to respectfully talk about it Mm -hmm. and like I have no hard feelings at all, but I also think it's partially my story to tell and my life has always been sharing and I want to help other people. And that's why when we met and we were talking about it, I was mm-hmm. like, wait, people go through this and they just don't talk about it. Yes, 100%. So like, if we can help one person listening being like, you know what, I, I don't think I'm in the right situation. And I really do want to move across the country away from my family and all my friends mm-hmm. that I know. It requires a lot of inertia, like in the beginning. Like it's like you have to make the decision but I mean that and that's on you at some point you just need to be like boom yes I'm doing this and like I remember that moment for like any really big decision in my life like when I left my ex like there was this moment of like insane amount insane amounts of just like just do this like like inertia to like make that initial move and then once you do it you're terrified and you're freaking out and you're adjusting and one thing I want to say it is a wave Mm -hmm. there is no There are highs and lows and they come and they go constantly. Everything Mm -hmm. ebbs and flows. It is never like you make the decision and then you have an outcome. No, and you can always change your mind. I think like that's the thing. People ask me about moving to California like all the time, like from social media and stuff. They're like, oh, I'm in a similar situation. I'm trying to decide between like, you know, California and New York or like what what do you recommend or how did you do this and whatever. And I'm just like, you don't have to make there, no decision is permanent and like the same thing big yeah. lesson I learned in my engagement also not, I don't know why I'm talking about that so much but it really has just created so many themes in my life that have been lessons for not just relationships but like the way that I live my life and perspective and perspective and it's like any decision you make isn't permanent you have the freedom and the ability to change your mind no matter where you are in life no matter like what stage of a relationship you're in if you're in a certain job or career path like you have the ability to change your mind. So if you want to try something and you hate it, that's okay. If you try something and you end up loving it, that's okay too. Like, and that goes back to the detachment aspect where it's like, just be open, trust your gut, like use discernment to understand what you want independent of what people are telling you to do. Your parents think you should do what people online are doing and just really trust, like, you know what you want deep down. And I think it's just about figuring out the ways to like be really in tune with that and then act upon it and not be afraid. I like always think like, am I acting out of like fear or am I acting out of like, I don't know, like a love for myself and giving myself what it is that I actually want. You know, that is so spot on because for a long time I was acting out of a place of like other people's opinions Mm -hmm. or other people's, you know, I, it's people pleasing tendencies and it's, it was very much like, well, if I do this, like their family's going to think this and my 
family's gonna think this my friends are gonna think this and I was like uh, at the mm-hmm. end of the day you're the one living with your decisions and the best advice my mom has ever given me like Lane make the decision that you see fit at the time and then you're going to make a ne- another decision after mm-hmm. it so you're gonna make the decision and based on whether it feels good or not you make another decision mm-hmm. and if you mess up you just make another decision to get closer to the place that you do want to be in yeah and I was like wow you can really boil it down and like it's so much more like peaceful to know that yeah it alleviates some pressure and it's like my dad says something kind of similar to my sister and I but he's like all life is is a series of chances and choices chances and choices over and over and over again oh I like that isn't and it's so true if you just like look at your life and you're like oh I I went down road a instead of road b and then it brought me up to this like decision that I had to make and I chose this instead of that it's like that's all life really is and like if you don't decide if you don't choose if you don't act then like you're just you're just staying still and I will say there was a solid point where I was like, deer in headlights, like didn't yeah. act for a while. Yeah, me too. Well, we got to the heavy stuff first, but <laughs> I will say it was how we officially kind of like met on TikTok. And I feel like I didn't know all of the intimate details, but yeah. there was something about it where I remember reaching out to you and I was like, hey, I'm house hunting. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people do that, but yeah. for some reason I would, I mean, I just kept swiping up on her stories. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm in San Diego, like whatever. And then you started the SD Network. Mm-hmm. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit about the <laughs> SD Network, please? Yes, I can. And honestly, I, I still, I always say this, but I really don't know what it is or like what I'm doing. I'm but it goes it back to chances and choices yeah. where it's like you have this idea. Yeah. And I will preface this by saying every event, every time I see you prior to us becoming like really close, because <laughs> yeah. I like was like, I don't know, is this girl think I'm crazy? Because <laughs> I like DM her all the time. I remember like I was I'm so grateful that you did this because I will say I haven't even told my full story about how like I came out here with my best friend roommate Amanda and then she ended up going home Mm -hmm. which love you Mandy I hope you're listening (laughs) she's gonna be on an episode soon to like divulge that whole story but I would not be as settled and like as truly happy in San Diego if you didn't have the SC Network and I didn't meet you and meet the friends that I have through that so grateful to you and to what you've made with the SC Network because that the community is unlike anything I've ever been a part of and I've I've tried like friend groups Mm -hmm. and you know like workout classes and gyms Mm -hmm. and all of those things that try to network but I don't know you did something with SC Network that is just chef's kiss that literally I've I'm so giddy just like hearing you say that. I genuinely don't think it would be what it is without you and like this like amazing like solid group of like OGs who have been involved with it since day one that really make it what it is because like sure like I can like come up with an event idea and like do the facilitation on the back end and like put the events on but the whole purpose of it is like bringing people together and people being involved and like wanting and making the effort like it's not easy and it requires a lot of work on everyone's end to like show up like to go to an event to put yourself out there to be like uncomfortable and to introduce yourself to new people and like the fact that there's been so many women in San Diego who are in similar places in their lives that are willing to do that and put themselves out there and are just so kind and like fun and like eager to meet everybody that's what's made it so awesome so like I really can't take credit for that I feel like the credit is due to everybody who's been showing up and been supporting it but yeah, I mean, it's been really cool to see it grow and it just, it really has happened on accident and I'm still figuring out what it is, but it's been, it's been fun. It's definitely evolving even from when like, I yeah. remember you first, first started. Was there a moment that something clicked and you realized you're like, oh, this is what I want to do? 
or like mm-hmm. kind of how did it come about was there a moment or was it more of multiple things that just kind of converge there were like two moments that I can really like pinpoint I think like Honestly, like the first moment, I had this ridiculous birthday party <laughs> that I threw for myself. I will say, as a <laughs> girl who loves her birthday, I saw that and I was home for that. I wasn't yeah. in San Diego and I was like, I want to be there so bad. It was beautiful. It was so ridiculous. It was it was my 27th birthday and I turned 27 on the 27th. So it was golden birthday. And fun fact is I also got engaged on my birthday. So my birthday after my engagement and that sense failed engagement has always been like a very like sensitive subject for me. And I was like in the mindset, I was like, I'm never going to have like a great birthday again. I'm never going to be wanting to celebrate it again because it just carries this like negative weight with it. And so for 27, I was like, fuck it. I'm reclaiming my birthday. I'm going to throw this big, big, big party to celebrate the past years of my life, like coming through this, like being in San Diego. I really wanted to like celebrate my friends, give them something like really fun, like, it was really more about getting all my friends together for like a big party and just to be like, thank you guys for welcoming me with open arms. Like, let's have a great time. So it was basically like big yacht party. Everybody wore white. Like it was my wedding, but it wasn't. I also had to say you had um, personalized cans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that really hit home for me because the branding, everything, the customized. I got those for my parents for their birthday. I, love I, I reached it. out to. I was like, "How did you do that?" Because yeah. this is genius. Yeah, it was. I just I went all out. I like, will say, Sam leaves no detail <laughs> untouched. Like every event you do, I'm like, "This is phenomenal." Yeah, and I I love it, and I like had so much fun planning that party, and I was like literally on the boat, like <laughs> dancing, and in my mind, I was like, "I want to do this for my life." I was like, "I want." I love bringing people together. I love curating events. I love hosting. Like it give it energizes me in like ways that I can't get anywhere else and I was just like how do I kind of like do more of this and I was just like oh I'm gonna throw an annual party for my friends and like that will be my thing and then TikTok people like saw posts about the birthday party and my friends and I we would always do like really cute girls nights and they would get you know some traction on TikTok and people would be like oh I just moved to San Diego like would you want to get coffee and like would always ask me to like get together and this one girl Liz who you know from SD Network like she had just moved and you know I went and got coffee with her and we had such an awesome conversation like loved her she was so cool we were at really similar points in our lives and she was having a hard time meeting people and it just kind of like hit me in that moment where I was like wait there are so many of us that are in the same exact boat I guarantee it like I just know that if there was a forum for all of us to talk to meet up like to get to know each other outside of just like what's going on on TikTok it could be really cool and you could actually meet your new best friend and yeah after that I literally I posted a video I was like hey guys like anybody else like want to meet new people in San Diego let me know I'll put us all in a group chat and it started as like an Instagram group chat like DM thread and then it just kind of evolved from there yeah and I mean now I'm so happy watching it grow into something even more and I can't wait to be a part of it because right now it's mainly girls and Mm -hmm. I have made some of the best girlfriends I've ever had in my entire life yeah through that from like talking to you in July on Mm -hmm. and the people I've met because that group chat when like everyone stays active in it like the original one too from when it started I don't know there's just something there's something to it and like you said everyone when you have that realization that there are other people that are also going through similar situations and everyone's very vulnerable and open to being like hey let's talk about it like let's actually get to know each other None of it is superficial, and I think that is one of the most beautiful things about the SD Network. I mean, mm-hmm. sure, some of it, like, you go to a yoga event, and it can be funny. You don't even yeah. need to talk to anyone. It yeah. could be really comfortable. But you can also get really deep with some people, mm-hmm. and having that 
thing that you built, finding like-minded people, yeah. that has been something that I've struggled with, you know, through high school, through college, through after school. And like you said, one, being in your late 20s. It's hard. And we both know being in a very serious relationship, those were your friends. Like, their friends were your friends. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so intertwined that when you're out of that, I just remember being like, did I just lose all my friends? Yeah, yeah. And you're and you lost, but you and you lost your best friend. Like that's the thing. It's like when you're best in a relationship. Friend. Yeah, that's like, it's beyond a best friend. It's like that's just like you're an extension of yourself at some point where you're like, who, the, what, what, who am I without that? You know. It, and it was I don't know how you did it, but I went no contact. Oh yeah, I haven't spoken to him since I'm literally since the day I moved to San Diego. We have not interacted. Yeah, I think. Um, we both went to each other's respective like grandmothers that passed away. We both mm-hmm. went to each other's and then um, funerals and then haven't spoken really like at all. Yeah. But I will say the no contact kind of also leaves you like, oh, I really like it, it's a it's like a, it's a death. death in itself. Yeah, it really is. So it's one of those things where you re- like you have that thought process. But then when you started the SD network and everything and you meet people and when you put yourself out there in that sense of I mean you saw me at some of the events <laughs> I am so unapologetic like uh, unapologetically myself but I was like okay I'm not gonna try to be anything or I'm not gonna try to be quieter I'm not gonna try to do this I'm like you're either gonna like me or mm-hmm. not and you have every right to decide if you like me or not yeah but I don't want to change based off of that can I interrupt you really quick? Please. I just need to say this. Like, you are, for anybody who's, like, listening and doesn't know Lane in real life, she, you are the most, like, you are effortlessly, like, cool. I don't know how to, I, like, that's such, like, a lame way to say it, but I just, ha- like, you walk into a room and you're not, you're, like, a super attractor in terms of, like, people. Like, everybody, like, feels comfortable talking to you you make everybody feel super comfortable you're so generous in conversation Dude, I'm gonna cry. no but I'm not I'm not just hyping you up I'm just saying that it's like you go into those events and it's very obvious that like you are exactly who you are like you show up just as you are as Lane and you're at the same in every setting no matter who you're around no matter who you're talking to what situation you're in and it's so refreshing and people want to be around that energy because that's what that makes everybody else more comfortable. Like that's what I think we all kind of like want to be and want to emulate. So it's it's really refreshing to see that. And when I first met you, I was like, shit, she's really cool. I hope she likes me. I thought you. Know, I was like, you're a you lot told, cooler than me. You, <laughs> I was like, shit. You said that to me the other night. We had a pasta the night at Sam's house, and she said it to me. I go, you thought I like you? I go, dude, I thought you were like this chick just DMs me all the time. Like she's <laughs> wants to be my friend so bad. And what I thank you, and I think it's it's because you created a space where it was totally fine to be very vulnerable. I mean, moving across the country alone yeah, clearly is putting myself out there like in a certain way. But then there was this place where I was like, oh, this is like the best opportunity that mm-hmm. I would not have had if you didn't do this. So one, I was like, it's just exciting. Yeah. I was like, everyone, and like you said earlier, everyone's in the same boat where everyone that goes wants the same thing we're Mm -hmm. all like after the same goal of hopefully meeting people that we click with yeah or like-minded people that we can you know grow together and experience life in san diego and everything together and that is why i think it has become what it's become yeah and i think people too just like like for me it's just also people just want to have fun like how do we just make that more accessible like like this one girl came up to me at an event and it was like one of like my favorite moments of like I don't know if it was a favorite moment but it was just like a cool thing where like the idea behind it and like what I wanted 
to come from it was happening in real time where she was like look I moved to San Diego like six months ago I don't know anybody here she's like this is the first time since I've moved here that I've had plans on a Friday night and I just wanted to say thank you and I was like I can't I just got chills I, I don't know if it's my sunburn or the story <laughs> but I love that I wanted to like cry on the spot because like I you I mean like moving to a new city is fucking terrifying like so scary and you don't know where to start and you don't know like it's so awkward to go up and introduce yourself to somebody at like the gym or like at, like how else do you meet somebody like as a like a girlfriend yeah. you know what I mean at this age and so it was just like stuff like that is like that's the whole point and it's just cool that people are also willing to like go and put themselves out there so I and love it. you really are facilitating it and I I just whatever once again I will gas you up every chance I get about the SC network because I'm like I remember I would have like a few glasses of wine I'd like beeline <laughs> for Sam at the events and be like thank you so much like you don't understand this is because truly I mean granted I the timing was like divine timing yeah, the fact that yeah. like, I found you even before I moved out here and everything but yeah I don't know I mean I would have met people I don't know if I would have met people that were so well aligned with everything that I would love out of life yeah because I don't know what it is you definitely are attracting like that, whether it's a TikTok algorithm, whether TikTok it's TikTok works. Chat. I hope that shit doesn't get banned, honestly. I'm going to be so bummed. <laughs> I'm starting a YouTube channel tonight. I'm starting a you, you have You have inspired We're uploading me. your shorts tonight. Tonight, I'm going to start uploading on YouTube because I will be so sad if TikTok goes away. Me too. Like, what would... I would be genuinely... It's like my like my creative outlet i'd be really bummed <laughs> youtube shorts i mean youtube is my first love so yeah, i'm are. just gonna i'm just <laughs> pulling you over there there's something about moving like relocating and i think we had a leg up because we mm -hmm. lived in manhattan prior which is you yeah. kind of have this edge slash you need to be a little more I don't want to say loud. That always is the word I divert to. But, I, like, but you're not wrong. Like kind of like, like just like willing to like you're, you're like, I don't know. Put yourself out put there. Put yourself out there. Yeah. Be in situations. Go up and say hello. A little more like. Or we're like, used to being around a lot of different types of people, like in a lot of different group settings, kind of. I think like a place like San Diego, you can find yourself in, in little bubbles of mm -hmm. people, personalities, mindsets, backgrounds, cultures, whatever. New York you're around so many different melting types. pot it's a yeah. total melting pot and I will say like I don't know about the girl that came up to you but if you came here from like the Midwest and didn't know anyone mm -hmm. that would be so different than at least I came out here and everyone's like do you have friends out here and I'm like not really like I know a few people yeah. but I'm not super close with them but I was still open to like you know I compliment someone at a coffee shop and like I'm like maybe we'll be friends this way yeah but luckily the SE network has just facilitated um I actually met one of our best friends mm -hmm. Claire she straight up does the same thing I do, food photography, photography and like recipe development. And we got together and talked and I was like, why do I feel like I've known you forever? Mm -hmm. So many similar situations in life, like living in New York, moving out here, mm -hmm. wanting to live in California, New, the connection to New Smyrna Beach. I'm like, so what? weird. And also just to drop this into this whole weird connection too, Lane is now, after she went through her whole like house hunt saga trauma that I'm sure she will share in, in <laughs> at length, but she now lives literally next door to where i was living when i first moved to san diego which is across the street from my house now so we're literally neighbors also. and I, I walk here often <laughs> yeah, and now she can just walk right over so i feel like we were just meant to like be friends and meet, and that's why it just made sense and like clicked right away effortlessly happened and i will say i had that in my notes i straight up was like 
ended up moving to the same neighborhood after I thought I had my heart set on moving up north. Yeah. Because my, I will explain the whole situation, but I wanted to be in Encinitas or like Lucadia. And that is not San Diego proper. I'm learning people here get pretty twisted when you call it San Diego sometimes. Do they? What do they say? Just like North County? Some people are like, yeah, it's not San Diego. I'm like, all right, well, cool it. Yes, it is. Like, it is. <laughs> it's it's just, San Diego. It's just a different neighborhood. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm Thank stoked you. that you didn't go up. I remember telling you, I was like, no, don't, don't do NCAA. And then my other really good friend out here, which is another great story. I can't wait to have her on. She hates microphones. She won't do it. But I'm like, I'm dragging you. <laughs> um, I, I met her and she's like, you're not moving up north. Mm-hmm. And when I had my roommate here, Amanda, I was like, absolutely, we'll move up there because I had someone. Yeah. But then when I was like alone, I was like, no, you got to be in the center of things. Mm-hmm. Although now we're in La Jolla and I will say when I was house hunting and my Airbnb oh my gosh. was <laughs> practically on the same street as when Sam's moving into her new house and I'm walking my dogs in the morning walk and I run into her in her U-Haul and I'm like, and this is when we only <laughs> met like a few we times had, at yeah. actual events. This is like this. I had met you the second time at first Friday, which is the night before because I was moving the next day and I just see Lane. I, I was like, is that? I had like sunglasses on because I was wildly hungover because yeah. of the night. <laughs> it's just so funny. I was like, Lane, I'm so stoked <laughs> that you were so close. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like, let's have wine nights at the house. And, and that's then, when I didn't know if you liked me or not either because I was like, I got to like play it cool. Well, then I was like, I'll help you move in. And I was like, bitch, you met her like a day ago. She probably thinks you're fake as fuck. And I was like, no, I genuinely will help you carry stuff. You, which you would, knowing you now too, like you apps, that's I like would you would love to do it. You'd be like, yep, let's go. And I'm all about helping friends. But then I end up finding an apartment a block away everything I just really think that everything happens for a reason because everyone I talked to is like how did you find that place yeah. and I was like Zillow the same place that I've been searching for five months mm-hmm. and I've had zero luck with it's timing it's literally just timing and also like going all the way back to what we were talking about with like the detachment theory and mm-hmm. just the art of that and like perfecting that and being mindful about it like you were open to different possibilities like you weren't you didn't like marry the idea of Encinitas like you were open to switching it up and coming to La Jolla like it's just you were open and Which that's is, why it worked it's wild because I was married to the mm-hmm. idea I was like no matter what I'm gonna be up there and then I toured that place and I was like I remember walking out and being like that's not it it's an apartment like I want a backyard for my dogs yeah I'm like Lane shut up Wind and Sea is your backyard You're like it's like the beach is the your backyard beach. yeah 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 less than <laughs> come on yeah no it's crazy how it all like just works You know, and then I think like it's a good reminder to I mean, I always tell myself this when I'm going through some shit or like nothing is really going my way or like something really gnarly happens and I'm like down bad. I always am like, this is going to make sense come three months and I'll like write it down in my journal so I know to go back and reflect because I'm like, okay, in this moment, I felt like the world was crumbling beneath my feet. And this is what I was what was actually happening. Like there was like foundation being laid for this amazing thing that was just right around the corner. And the more that I've done that, the more that I've been able to like easily move through those like down times because you're like, I'm an, I'm I'm lesson learning right now. Yeah. Like, I'm and it's figuring like, shit out. And that's it's positive. for some reason. Always. It Whether always it's like knowledge, it's yeah, there's some reason. There's always a reason behind it. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, Damn, because I will say, I mean, there's still a few things that I'm like hung up on that I need to get over. 
but that's fine. About your ex or about what? No, it's about um, like situationships more. Dude, they they hurt so much more. Can we talk about that? Why do they hurt so much more, Sam? Can we talk about situ- like this is like a such a fucked up thing. Like it they. Well, my next thing on my notes was online dating, so let's get into let's it. Let's get into dating. I love talking about dating. You and I talk about it so much too because <laughs> I love okay, it. Okay, let's preface this just in case this is a, well this is going to be the first episode some people listen to because i know you have a whole network oh, but God. <laughs> i was in a two-year relationship in high school and then very quickly got into an eight-year relationship uh-huh. right before college all through college and then after so i had never been on a first date mm-hmm. until i was 27. wow yeah i didn't know that yeah well i also haven't really gone on dates here that much yeah you haven't i think i went on one I wouldn't even call it a date. <laughs> and you're not, you're not, you don't love the apps. I don't love the apps either, but you do not love the apps. <sighs> we got to get into that. But yeah, I just want a little preface that like, this is where I'm coming from, where I'm such a noob with it. Yeah. So my perspective, like when I give you, I just want you guys to understand it's coming from a girl who's like a, a relationship girly. I will say my perspective is coming from a reformed relationship girly. Like, Which I, I soon will be, hopefully. Yeah. I'm just solo doling it with my dogs right now. Yeah. I I have, I like, if people who know me know. I like, literally mean my, my two animal dogs. <laughs> I don't know how that came across. <laughs> we're drinking <and> my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're drinking wine oh. and I'm definitely, okay, keep going. No, I was just going to say, like, I, people who know me know that, like, I am a relationship person, like, in college i had like a long-term college boyfriend who is such he was like looking back on that relationship people have such fucked up relationships in college like sure we weren't perfect and obviously we weren't meant for one another but like great guy like no regrets from oh, that. I, like, I don't have a single bad thing to say about my recent ex yeah like my, I, my long-term boyfriend i have plenty of bad things to say about <laughs> honestly i could write a book, i mean i could but. probably drum some up but no i <laughs> overall the feelings are good yeah but i will say it's <laughs> sorry why did i cut you off no i don't cut me off as much as you no, I was just, you just i just want so i feel like i still need to set the record straight because i still have so much respect <laughs> so much respect for my ex it's just we weren't it and that's okay it's like on it's that's what you're supposed to figure out in dating it's like genuinely the point and i think what people run the risk of is when you don't have the strength or the courage to walk away when you realize that it's not right is that you get yourself even further into it you get married and then you end up unhappy and that's at the end of the day your number one priority in life should be your happiness mm-hmm. like that above all and i genuinely believe you cannot make other people happy mm-hmm. until you're happy yourself with yourself well then that's what and people... that's why i say you can't love yourself too much because yes. i have nothing to give other people when i'm drowning in my own shit like if i'm not taking care of myself and whatever, I'm never going to be able to take care of someone else. Absolutely. And you're not like, you can't use a different person as like a source of fulfillment or happiness or value or confidence. Like that stuff all, I mean, it's so cheesy and tacky almost to say, cause it's been said so many times, but it all lives with like inside you, it lives within you, all of those things. So you're not going to actually get it from anybody else. And if you do, it's temporary and it's actually like probably more detrimental. Yeah. It's like, doing it's working against you more than you think it actually is just because you said cheesy and tacky i've been trying to unrewrite that like between cringe cheesy and tacky whatever there's like things are cliche for a reason yeah to get back to you is just like the dating stuff because i think the different perspectives are interesting because you're fresh off not fresh off a relationship but somewhat you know what i mean and you haven't like dabbled back into the dating scene yet it's another thing i love to say everyone's like oh i'm like i i still will be like i just 
oh, I just got out of yeah. a really long relationship. It's relative to the eight years. I'm like, it's been a year and a half. I don't know. I can't do math. I forget. It's probably more than that now. But but that is still fr- like I I call it relative. I'm yeah. like I just yeah. I mean it's I mean uh. that's still very. I mean it is to get to like I mean date like so for me it's like I've been dating very casually over the past like two has it been over two years now I don't know it hasn't been I think it's been almost two full years since I moved here so since we broke up but since then I've been very casually dating and a being single and approaching being single as a way for me to really like figure out and explore what I want in a relationship and what I want in a partner and by my way of figuring that out is obviously I spend a lot of time alone and like very independent and do my own thing but I'm also like I'm on the streets like I'm, da- I'm dating around like I'm figuring I'm, I'm trying on different shoes like I've tried. I want to get into this conversation <laughs> so badly because I'm so not and I'm living so vicariously through you because yeah. it's what I want to be doing mm-hmm. but I just know that I'm not quite in I mean you've been here for a bit you're mm-hmm. like I'm still I don't have a I don't have a dining room table yet yeah. so <laughs> but my parents are coming to visit for Easter and I'm pretty sure I'll find one that weekend but yeah. like let's be real um, I live for your stories and we, <laughs> I'm like, I literally text her at 7am the day after a day. I'm like, how was it? <laughs> no, no, I don't text my voice. No, voice you. notes I go, only. tell yeah. me everything. Tell me. Uh, no, I've, I've but definitely. That's all, Cause that's what you have to do. Like a hundred percent. And it's, it's, it is fun. And I think that like dating is such an important thing to go through, especially like I was like engaged to be married and thought I was going to like be with one person for the rest of my life. And now that I have in my mind I'm like I when I make that decision it's going to be such a confident like sure thing decision and for me being me maybe not like does it take everybody else or some other people like the same amount of exploring but for me I'm like I need to try all these different things and different avenues and make sure that I know what I want before I would ever make that decision again or before I would ever commit to somebody again like I I'm a very slow mover now, whereas I used to be very fast paced. But now, like, even to get like intimate with someone or like any like in physical or emotionally intimate with somebody, like that takes a lot for me. That's not like a quick thing, and and it used to be different. I truly, and I know this isn't a thing. (laughs) Oh God, what are you about to say? I've straight up been saying to all of my like girlfriends here, I'm like, so can we like revert back? to middle school days where you just mm-hmm. like made out with people and then you Lane went loves home. a good make out. Like, <laughs> I just, can we just kiss? Can we just kiss? Like, can we kiss and like cuddle but then I gotta go I home gotta by go. like nine. Or, yeah, like, can we just make out? Can we just make out? Someone had on their Hinge profile like, to, you know, the prompt that's like together we could. Yeah. And he just said kiss and of course <laughs> I responded. I actually like that. I was like, <laughs> if you mean just actually kiss, like dude, that would be great. Can we, do, can we also talk about kissing styles yes oh oh ah. <laughs> i had the worst situation with this the other day it was dude so the, <laughs> we talked about this we talked about this with pilot man because i swear there are certain people that you just uh, oh well this is another thing i kind of want to talk about i haven't talked about anyone too oh boy i am like oh my god you're such a good kisser I, there are certain kissing styles that definitely go better yeah. than other people and yeah. this is why i just i'm like can we all make out let's just see who <laughs> likes making out with who because i think that matters i agree with you that it matters i mean and you know the moment it happens yeah, you're, you're like, like mm. i enjoy this or i fucking hate this you have or, you have a dry cat tongue yeah or just like uh i was kissing this guy the other oh. day 
This it is was, so pull. I think it matters so much. I, I don't know if you can. I'm like physically cringing. Like the thought of it. Like I think they can hear us. We're like moving around <laughs> chairs. <laughs> I'm like, ugh, it makes me like want to crawl out of my skin. But like I was kissing this guy and it, I don't know how to explain this, but it was just like so soft. Like <laughs> you're like, absolutely not. Be a man. Like it was just like. The TikTok, be a man. Be, like, <laughs> I just could like barely feel his lips on my lips. I'm like, are you there? Like, is this happening? Like, what is are, it It's like, are so you sure? Awkward. Yeah, I was like, are we doing this? And then there was just like no like mouth opening. <laughs> just like, oh, you literally were just like pecking? Like just, yeah, but like, uh, I hate this. Oh, that's uncomfy. <laughs> it was just like weird. But I think that there's an element to like your thing is like, oh, I feel like if like we're not kissing not the same way. Well, I'm also then it's like, kind of out. Well, I think you're a good kisser, but do you think I'm a good kisser? Is yeah. Because I'm very, obviously, you know me. I'm vocal. I'll say everything on my mind. Yes. I do that. I've said that to two men now, and I'm like, you should know, I think you're a good kisser. Yeah. Like good that, for you. That, that, that. <laughs> oh, God. that uh, I hate. That's different. I can't even say that. Oh, that's God. Just, there's a lot. We One day we'll dive one into One day it. we'll dive into all of it. But what I will say, it's like, I think, like, the guy that I was talking about where the kissing thing was just, like, so cringe the first time. Like, it's gotten better as we've gotten more comfortable with one another and gotten to know each other more. Then we're, like, more physically. Or the chemistry is building. Wait, let's. Saying. Okay. So, let's also. We're definitely going to get into online dating yes. specifically. Yes. So, I think that also you need to have, like, I say this word so much. You need to have grace because. Sometimes people are like nervous or sometimes there's so yeah. many reasons and online dating has made me so judgmental when I like look at, I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm like, yeah, but if they were in person and like, maybe they were, I don't know. I don't look great in every photo I take or I don't look the, you oh, mean in just, person. I don't look the same as when you see like a perfectly photo. lit photo or even on. Yeah. I mean, and it's also just like, let's be real. No guy has a perfectly lit photo. No. Some of their photos. I'm like, why did how, you upload? How many times have you showed your friend, like a guy that you're talking to that, whatever. And you're like, they're like, Oh, you're talking about him. Like, Oh, let me see him. And you're like, nah. <laughs> you're like, he actually, Oh, I'll show you, but he doesn't have any good pictures of himself. Like, on actually, Instagram. He's way cuter in person. Yeah. That, like when a girl prefaces that to her girlfriend's like, he's a lot cuter in person. Like you just know, you're like, okay. He's like, <laughs> but also then when they're really good looking in photos, <laughs> oh that's an ick to me honestly like yeah. when guys have like overly curated instagrams like i'm allowed to do it because it's for the girls oh, I, like, I started I can... judging people's dating profiles if you're fo- if you too many professional photos i'm like oh ick. Ew, ew. if you have a single if you have a single like professional headshot like a photographer took this photo of you and it's not a photo of like you and your friends like like on a hike or like at the <gasps> bars or something casual i'm i'm really not probably into that if you don't have a photo of you and your friends oh big weirdo like Although, <laughs> I, I don't have any of me on i was like i have like a i have a picture i think of like me and like one of my not like group photos i don't really take a lot of like big group pictures anymore i don't know shit i wanted to say this at the beginning of <laughs> when we were talking about se network <laughs> i know that you want this but i also just really want the se network to be like co-ed uh, we're working on it we're really we're okay so I'll, we're planning a field day which we haven't even had a chance to talk about yet but i'm on your tiktok so- i was so hyped I am so, so stoked for this. I was talking to a few of, like, my guy friends at the bar about this last night, too. And everybody is, like, genuinely behind the idea. Because think about how fun it would be to have, like, legit field games. You have to build teams that are co-ed teams. You get, like, a team name. And it's going to be, like, pretty cheap for everybody. Like, each team maybe pays, like, 10 to 20 bucks to, like, enter into the tournament. There will be brackets. We pay all these different types of games. And the winners... We'll get some big prize and there'll be like a bar tab somewhere after where like everybody goes and drinks and like gets to get, it'll be like really fun. I'm super stoked. This is the other thing. So just to kind of like the tangent off of online dating is I've done the online dating thing. I've deleted that, but redownloaded that. Yeah. I've deleted that, but redownloaded it. I match with people. I never talk to them. And I'm like, if this guy doesn't say anything to me, then he's a loser and I don't want him. But then I'm like, 
Well, maybe he's just nervous too. I don't yeah. know. So I want to meet people in person. And the way that SE Network has translated into my girl best friends, like I was just saying this. I think I was it me, you and Claire that I was straight up like, yeah, I, I don't believe in bridesmaids. This is a hot take. We need a whole episode <laughs> of hot takes. I think bridesmaids are just fuck it. I just don't fuck it. You don't need it. It's tacky. It's dumb. Um, but I then I met people. <laughs> I straight up. I just think it's the dumbest shit. And I think like a hierarchy and uh, yeah. No, I agree. No, you were offi- in a sorority, no, no offense, but I'm like uh, sorority. No, 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 no. Uh. I was Lane. I was president of my sorority. I don't know if you know that information. Well, that's me. why you're so organized. And I, <laughs> I want to take that. I want to extrapolate that from you. But other than that, I'm sorry. Me and could you imagine my ass in Greek life? I'm no. wearing a thrifted men's t-shirt that has a naked chick on it right now with flames down the arms. I can't be you, in a sorority. But you have like I can't imagine you in a. But I'd I be also, social chair. You would be social chair, but I also can't imagine me now in a sorority. Like I feel so mm. different from who I was when I was in college in that whole world. I will say same. You know, I, and like that's me. This is me being judgy, and I don't want to be this way. No, no I no, just no. had some I, preconceived notion about sorority. I don't know why. But they all they come from a real place because a lot of it is on. I mean, like it's valid. Like I, I probably would have had more friends in college if Fordham <laughs> had Greek life. <laughs> let's be real oh my god i think you you came out just fine i like am embarrassed <laughs> to tell people that i was in it. like i try to like conceal that information about me as much as possible when people you are like president. oh yeah well no wonder you're mayor of san diego so oh my god no fucking dude did you chicks, hear them the cucina McGrath that was vlog? really funny yeah dude you no, straight up are the mayor in the best way possible yeah i don't i mean like a, a nice circle a, yeah like a, a cool like like good circle of like people like I, I don't know i don't know what i'm doing i think the cool thing about network too is like the partnerships with the like with local businesses that i personally really love and that it's so fun to support and like hype up like businesses and be like and work with them in, in different ways to bring people in and i like i love that aspect of it so that's something melissa and i talked about back in when i met her in september People here, like, to to not build up San Diego's culture yeah. and network of local people is crazy because Wild. there are so many local San Diego brands that are incredible that matter so much. Mm-hmm. And I think you did such a good job of showcasing that. You could have you could have done any, you know, like, you could have had your events at any chain restaurant, yeah. any whatever, because yeah. it's easy. But you sought after things that genuine it's like hey this is gonna make a difference for them and us mm-hmm. like Cucina Magrante oh, and like all so of these good. yeah that that I I feel so and coming from a place like in Manhattan with mm-hmm. like a family-owned small mom-and-pop business yeah. that's one of one that also appealed to me so much because I was like oh you have a vision that is mm-hmm. so important that it's not just about making friends like you're doing something and this is why I think San Diego like the SC Network does so well is it's so much bigger than just like, oh, I want friends and mm-hmm. I want to go out and have events and I want to have fun. Like you are building a community that is helping people meet new people that are moving here, but you are cultivating a community within San Diego mm-hmm. and giving back to the city and the culture of San Diego. And that's why you're succeeding. And it's not like, let's go to a, a one-off chain or yeah. this and that and just, you know, like all get drunk together. Like it's not, there's yeah. so many more nuanced and like undertoned meanings to it a hundred percent that i think is another reason i love yeah what you're i'm doing. so happy that you see that and I, I hope other people will see that too as things evolve because that is such a big focus of it and i think what what isn't here right now like what we don't have right now you know and i think that that it's like a three-way value exchange between like 
the businesses, the members, and then like, you know, hopefully at some point if I start monetizing it, then like myself where it's like, yeah. oh, you know, the members will get like, I, I, I don't want to get into all of it because there's all of these different yeah, ideas that ideas. will come out from it. But yeah, like I think that's like the beauty behind it. It's like bringing people together through like unique and memorable experiences in San Diego and collaboration with the businesses that make San Diego like what it is. You know? And which I will say, I... M- Claire and I, Melissa and I, we're like, how does Sam do it? I don't know how you do it. You are, you have a full-time job. You're organized. You create all these events. You have your own social life with your friends as well. And I've witnessed it. Like, you've invited me out. I'm like, bro, this girl has a full-blown life outside of work, the SD network, and dating. I I can't date. I can't. I'm like, bro, how are you doing all this? Granted, I'm still settling, but I'm just like, yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah, no, I, I, it is funny. There is a lot, but I, I get energized from it. I love having a lot to do, but I, I think also, that's what it, it sets you yeah. on fire. Like, it just, yeah. I said this to a friend. I was like, have you ever had those days where you wake up before your alarm because you are so excited mm-hmm. and like amped on what's happening that day that you're just like popping out of bed? You're like, I want to do this. A hundred. I, I, we call that at my company, we call it flow state, which I mean, I Love think that. it's like a thing too that like people talk about, but like when you are in a flow state where like, it's not hard to like do the work, like, you know, sometimes you have to like literally force yourself to like do an admin task or just like check off a deliverable when you're just like effortlessly kind of like mm-hmm. moving from project to project and you're excited and you're energized and like the days go by really fast and you just got so much done. Like that's what I fucking live for. That's like a drug to me is like being in that state. And I feel like I get there the most when I'm filling my time with things that are kind of like tending to like all different sides of me and like what I need. So like work, I love my job and it's very like structured and organized and like a means to an end kind of in terms of like what I have to do on any given day. And SD network is like, purpose driven for me it's like that fills like my cup of like I'm giving back to people and Mm -hmm. I'm like creating like a different type of value and then like social media and like content creation like fills like the creative side to me where like I don't get that in my day job I don't know how you do it all god bless (laughs) no literally no it's I think it's and she adopted the cutest senior dog Bodhi we did get a little old man who's sitting on the couch right now he's so small which is something that I think I used to tell myself I have two dogs so like I gotta deal with them too and then she got a dog I'm like what the fuck (laughs) like bro you gotta I will say just to be real here, like my mental health is not great. <laughs> I will Wait, be like, we're all about being real I will, here. Yeah, I will place. say like low key anxiety. I, that shit's not not a joke. Like that's not real. Like I I think part but of you use it to your advantage, and I'm, yeah. I'm not glorifying no, it. No, no, but yeah. I will say there's a way to harness it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have crippling ADD. You've heard me talk. Yes, but yeah. for some reason, when I get a microphone in front of me. It's a little bit less. Oh, I got to say, too, we, you don't have to put this in, but you're, you're crushing it. Like, this is great. You're doing, oh. like, it's really, no, this is, you're so in you, your zone. I can see you doing what, I I, I knew this, too. I was tell, I always tell you your shit's so good, but, like, I knew, I haven't seen you podcast or, like, really, like, oh, listen to a lot of it, but I can tell. This is, like, your, You your haven't even thing. seen me, like, film, too. No, like, I know, yeah. I will say this, so you said your flow state, like, this is it for me. Yeah. And I've realized that, and I don't know why I haven't gone full force. It was partially the relationship. So many things. But now I'm like, nah, I'm back in it. We're back in it. Oh, I can tell. Yeah. And I am starting to feel less scattered because I'm like, okay, like you know what you should be doing. Okay, I just smacked the table. Yeah, you're not scattered at all because I was pouring margaritas at the house yesterday and all the girls were over and we were laying out tanning, like listening to country music. And I'm like, Lane, come on over. And she's like, I can't. I'm editing a vlog. I was like, get fucked because I want to hang out. (laughs) 
Well, because I and I will say there is nothing. I it took every it took every ounce of me not to walk down the street because I was like, <laughs> Margarita's panning. No, All but the people that I genuinely like love that live in this neighborhood. And I was like, you're kidding. But I was. It's you were working like you are in your state right now where you're like doing a lot of creating and it's like really good stuff. So I I see that and I fully support it. I'm Thank like, yeah, you. lean into it. Okay, well. M- as I say, I'm like not as ADD lies, but we were talking about online dating and yes. then I segued into wanting guys in the SD network. So if any of you made this as far and you're a male listening, mm-hmm. come to the next SD network event and also come to the field day because if you guys, I'll slice up some orange slices. Yeah. We're making tie dye shirts. I don't think we are, but I no, think we oh, should. Oh, that's a great. Yeah, no, yes. Lane is also Lane is going to be in charge of like merch design. I when should we have had. I have photos of me at field day, and this is just me racking off what I've seen in the photos. So, <laughs> dude, no, I literally I have it all written in my notes. I want to get like those orange cones and like pennies, like you know. What I mean? <laughs> and we're like, yes. a, we're literally. Well, playing. I almost replied to your TikTok. I was like, we need to play Red Rover. Oh, I'll add that. We do. I have. But we're all kind of flat. bigger now. I don't know if that's going to work. I think we can. I think it's funnier. I think it's just. We have to like truck so... through people holding it. I just want to hold hands with the guy. Can you guys tell? Yeah. Can you tell that Lane needs some like male? Bro, attention? I need physical touch, but like we're just making out. That's it. I, that we're only Come hug me. Come. I'm the creepy. I am the creepy kid in middle school. So give me a hug. That's me. Now. I actually have somebody I want to set you up with. I was with him last night, and he was does saying he his, hug you a lot. He he is, no 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 he does Loki, but he was saying this shit about physical touch. He's like talking all. He is like. No, Lane, I know this seems I'm I'm being dead ass. Like you and Dustin, I really need if Dustin Is that what your your friend said that? He's, yes. <laughs> we were with Dustin and also like there's this whole thing like all the girls the think Dustin thing. is so cute. And in my mind I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like Dustin's not cute. Cause like when I see a guy as a friend, I like don't see them as like physically attractive. I just just not. They live in different and I w- planes. I will say everyone finds something different attractive. I was just talking to Claire about say, like Yeah, but Dustin's hot is all <laughs> Okay, well, this is I switched up my vibe because he is pretty hot. But does he have a... Uh, <laughs> what? Does he have an ex-girlfriend that's blonde? Because I've realized yes, guys are either like straight up blondie lovers or brunette no, lovers. No, no, no. He's not that kind of... Like, just you got to meet him. I feel like you guys... Are, he's super cool. Well, like, Tommy really... comes in next to me at field day. All right, I'll, I'll put you guys on the same team. <laughs> not only does she run SD Network, she's now a matchmaker. She's a matchmaker, as I'll add that to the Rolodex of shit that I do. Let me redo your intro right now. Oh my god! Yeah, no, I'm setting that up. But I will say, like online dating, we could talk. We can have a full blown episode. I feel like we should do a dating because I feel like we didn't even scratch the surface. Of- you need to have a a speed dating event for SA Network. I want to so bad. I Let's just- full circle back to the first beginning of the episode. Yeah, yeah, your speed dating event. Yes, yes. Back to yes, go. How embarrassed was I to even send you voice notes about? It? I was like, don't call it. I go, Sam. Don't call it speed dating. Lane went to a speed dating event alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I do everything alone. I go to concerts Wait, alone. wait. Can I also say, I went over... The wait, wait, wait. Would you go to... What, pause. Would you go to a speed dating event with someone? Like, with, like, a friend? Yeah. Well, I, I, I went with one girl that we worked oh, in the coffee okay. shop together, and we both were going. I was texting her before. I'm like, what you wearing? Okay, okay, okay. No, I wasn't I, alone. I'm not shaming you for it. I no, mean, okay. like, I that's everything alone. fucking awesome. I, she does do everything I, alone. I really am. A, I'm a big proponent. If you can't do it alone... 
I don't know what the fuck I was going to say, but just do things alone. Which I love. I think that's such, especially, it's really admirable, especially coming out of such a long relationship where you're so confident to like go and just like do shit on your okay, own. Okay, this like, is the one thing negative I will say about my last relationship. I did a lot of shit alone because yeah. you wouldn't do it. Like I remember yeah. I bought John Mayer tickets. I was like, he's like, I don't know if I want to spend that money to go. I was like, I'll buy your ticket. And he's like, I don't think I'm going to go. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go alone. Yeah. So I went to Madison Square Garden alone. For John Mayer. Do you know? And I ended up having people buy me drinks while I was in line because they're like, hey, you're in line. Can you um, buy us this, this, and this? And then buy whatever you were going to get anyways. And I was like, I just showed up alone to a concert and I still got my drinks. That's like literally the least surprising thing that I could expect. (laughs) Like, of course. Like, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest, just knowing you. But I, I will say, like, do you know how many people, myself included, when their partners or, like, you're in that situation, like, don't want to do something or they are... They just like bend to whatever the other person wants and they don't go off and still pursue their own shit and do things on their own. And so like how like that is something I really look up to and like admire about you and the way that you live your life. I think it's fucking awesome. The flip side to that is I now in hindsight look back. I'm like, well, then you weren't with the the person that I'm meant to be with mm-hmm. is going to want to like do the things I want to do or show up. You need somebody to match that energy. Yeah, for you because I- you're such a like free spirit as like cheesy as that sounds but i feel like you're impulsive in a good way like you're very i like that open. impulsive in a good way that's very, gonna be my new merch but you I, I fuck the no one cares it used to be no one cares but guess what i wore my no one cares jacket that i made um down the boardwalk walking with claire and someone's rollerblades by cute guy I was like i care and i was like okay it's time to move on from no one cares i kind of like i was about to say like if you have any more i would totally buy a no one cares sweatshirt but i genuinely believe that you're impulsive in a good way like it's created so many like good opportunities and i'm also the same way so maybe i'm biased no i know i think we see each other yeah i'm like i i get that um where was i where was i going with this no what were we i was responding to something that you had said Podcasting's hard. I forget um, what I say. It's not. Me. It's not hard actually. I just have <laughs> crippling ADD. I do and too. And I, I derail every conversation ever. <laughs> and that is why it is called All Over the Place with Lane Fable. Oh, um, that makes we were, sense. Yeah. Well, it was meant to be a traveling <laughs> podcast, but now it's just ADD. Um, unmedicated. Um, <laughs> Undiagnosed no, over here. <laughs> no, I'm full blown diagnosed <laughs> by myself. When we were talking about dating, for you, in terms of like, you need to find somebody that matches that energy for you. Like if you, you know what I mean? Like how you're saying like your ex wouldn't always like go and like do shit like that with you. I feel like you being impulsive in a good way and like being like, oh, I, I'm ready to like up and travel. I want to go to this place or um, let's go to the show or let's just like you need somebody that's going to be like a partner to you in that and somebody that's going to just like lift, like like enhance that, like what you're already giving yes. yourself, like enhance it and like be along for the ride and also be like encouraging you to do more of that. Cause that's and what thoroughly fuels enjoying you. it and like, enjoying it, be, it. Yeah. Like, I just want to find, and it's what you said. It's matching the energy. It's the same thing with friends. Yeah. I think like whether it's with friends or surrounded, or like, yeah, yeah, I think it's just when you give somebody else like the confidence and like the support to just like be them and like do what makes them happy. Like it's just like a two-way street like I don't know like it's like I like I support my friends like it was how I would want somebody to support me like if it's something maybe it's not like the track I'd be going down with one of my friends or like decisions necessarily that I'd be making or interests that I have but if that's important to them and what they love and what's like setting them on fire I'd be like fuck yeah like let's do this like and anytime they're like crushing it I like want to tell them and make sure that they know and like same goes with a relationship it's like you just need to like encourage people to be themselves and like cheer them on as they go and do that like just let people be people like let them go do that and let them be 
like truly themselves like whatever yeah. they actually because I've had friends try to like kind of like mold me and be like oh well, you're kind of loud or like you're this and I'm like that's literally who I am. And if you don't like that, like, Fuck. don't right, be around me. Yeah, my question too is like when people do that, because that's happened to me in different settings. Like my ex literally wanted to mold me into like a version of myself that did not exist. And like you have, it begs the question, like what the fuck is in it for you? Like, what are you trying to get from me by making me this way? Like, what are you trying to get by making me less me? Yeah, and it goes back to the people pleasing stuff too, where it's like somebody who really sees you and loves you wants you just the way you are they're not asking you to look any different act talk want different things like they want you based on what makes you happy and nothing else like sure like relationships there's you know work to be done and compromise like there's always those things but at its core if you're ever feeling like you're in a place where you have to like change parts of you or be less of you to make somebody else more comfortable I mean that's just not it and I think by loving yourself the most like to your point where you can never love yourself too much like when you are in that kind of like mind like like headspace like that will never really happen to you because you're like wait a second I know exactly who I am I I love all these things about me so there's no chance that you're taking that away I think it's because I'm finally unwaveringly myself like I will say don't get me wrong everyone's human everyone has negatives and everyone has insecurities like there are certain days that I don't feel as good but when I'm on a high like when I am feeling great, I'm feeling great. And like, no one can shake that in a sense. I will say now when people, and I look back on some of the friendships I've had and I've replayed conversations in my head and I'm like, oh, you said that out of a place of wanting me to feel bad because yeah. you know I don't feel bad about the way I am because 100%. I've accepted it. Yeah. And I fully accepted myself. And sometimes you just need to accept someone for exactly who they yeah. are. And especially with family especially but also i don't know where we get so far away from like everyone is human and no one's perfect yeah also perfect is just such like a wasted word in my opinion it's like what does that even mean because there's so many different versions of what that could be and like what that looks it's like there's just like no such thing i don't like i've I've struggled with that concept in so many different ways whether it's like you don't feel good enough or like a situation doesn't feel good enough and you're like oh it didn't meet this so it's not good it's like no like there is no such thing you need to just accept people as they show up this is the part of the podcast where the wine hits and i feel a little bit hypocritical because i'm like almost online dating i've been awfully judgmental that's a self-aware thing to say though low-key i think that's i think that's an important I'm not gonna lie. There's always a point in the podcast where I'm like, "Am I talking in circles to the point where I get?" <laughs> and it could be the wine, or it could be like, "I'm like, wait." So I do feel this way about certain situations, but then in online dating, I'm like, "Oh, if you're if you're not like masculine enough, or you don't do this, and you don't show the interest, yeah, I'm uninterested." And I'm like, "Well, are you being hypocritical?" Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I feel like there's a difference, though, between, like, I think you're you're allowed to have, like, standards. You're allowed to have, like, and also you're allowed, like, for dating and, like, attraction, there are things that you're like, oh, I know what I'm attracted to and, and what I'm not. I think being open to, to di- like, the ways that people show up differently could be one thing, but I don't think that means you're seeking perfection, and if they don't check all these boxes and, like, you want to, like, not give them any time of day, I think you're more just like, yeah, I know what I like in a guy and what I don't. But Yeah, and it's, it's definitely not perfection in that sense. It's more of, like, I won't even meet you in person then. We got to work on that. I talk to my friend Abby about this all the time because she wants to get back into dating too, and she's very similar to you where she's, like, has a very specific type, and 
like anything that doesn't kind of like meet those specific boxes she's like yeah like not gonna even like put herself out there for it and i'm like and she's also similar to you it's only had, like though i have no type but i'm trying to find my but type. that's how do you find your type unless but you... i won't put myself out there exactly that's <laughs> and that's what i told her it's like she's had very few relationships and i have had a lot of relationships and that's not a flex they've all been failures so i'd like i'm not flexing yeah, on like you have knowledge now at least yeah and now you like know and you've tried this and you've tried that and i think like that's super important to be open to different types of people and if you don't like them, you don't like them. And same goes for the, you. It's like if they don't like you, they don't like you. It doesn't change your life at all. You're still fine. You're still good. Like, But you have to just at least try. Okay. Before um, – well, now the wine's really hitting a little much. I'm like, am I making sense? <laughs> Best part of the podcast. But the wine's really – The wine is hitting. We are, the wine's hitting and I But just eat, in case like, nobody knows we've drank the entire bottle. What I meant <laughs> the is – The whole bottle is gone. We dabbled in talking about situationships previously. And I yes. quickly – diverted the conversation but let's get back to it because yes. something you just said about like oh you don't like me that's fine i'm whatever yeah situationships somehow fuck me up more than anything else they really fucking do because i think it's like you i don't know about like for me in situationships it's the like potential. you wrote it's the potential and like you romanticize you get excited it's like all the emotions of like the beginning of a relationship without the be? relationship and then it just end so quickly and most of the time without like a real explanation or like closure or just like any questions answered like it's just like you are left like with like this like hope that was never actualized for and then you feel crazy for actually trying to like i would never try to get answers yeah oh never i think situationships are just hard because it's like you just like you really don't get the answers we're not done talking about situationships. We're not i think you need to get to you have a point to make about situationships and i feel like you should get make that point or, un- or like talk about what you want to talk about with situation jobs. Yeah. Cause I've, okay. That's the other thing. I don't want to make it sound like I haven't dated at all. Mm-hmm. I went on like my first, first date after an eight year relationship and it was great, but it was like someone I, it was someone I knew. Yeah. So it wasn't uncomfortable. And then I went on the first like stranger date, but for some reason I still just don't feel well versed enough to like, Obviously, I'm just giving my perspective and everyone's always just yeah. giving their own anecdotes. But like, I still just don't feel well versed enough to like give advice at all on it. My yeah. first situation trip that I got in here, like literally I went on like, like started talking to this guy pretty soon after I moved here. I like put myself out there, went on a date, had low expectations, was like blowing him off. And he had to like chase me down to get me to like go and get drinks with him, tried to bail that night. I ended up going on the date and I was like, fuck, he's so cute. And like, see, like the most recent one I was in was this guy. I don't know if I've even told. I think I, I posted a, like a video about this, but this guy. I love when you post those videos. That's another thing. I'll watch your TikToks and sometimes <laughs> like my jaw drops. I'm like, I can't do that. I want to do that. I yeah. want to be so open and because yeah. I know it helps other people. I'm like, fuck yeah, Sam. Loki, it helps me. Like this guy fucked fucked with me so much to the point where like I was literally I just like I had to like say it out loud to someone and like of course I can like call my friends and bother my friends or like call my sister and like it's fine but like I don't know for me I was just like yo fuck this I just want to like put this out there because you know someone out there has gone through it yeah and it really makes you feel like not that alone and also not that crazy because it made me feel crazy like in this situationship with this guy but he chased me whatever was like asking to on dates and I saw this guy on Instagram he like slid into my dms kind of thing and I looked at him and to your point of like what you're saying when you see certain things about somebody on like hinge or dating app or whatever and you're like immediate no 
that's how I saw this guy. I was like, immediate no. Like, I was wow. like, no, I'm not fucking with this. He was an athlete, bunch of tattoos, like the whole thing. And I was like, oh, so that would be an immediate yes Well, for me. now I fuck with tattoos. Now I love oh. tattoos. Anyways, this guy just wasn't my type on paper. Any Love Island fans on there? <laughs> my type on paper. But, um, yeah, I'd like you know what he did too to get my attention is he sent me a voice note the day of our date when I was trying to ghost him and like not show up to the date and he sent me this voice and he's like hey Sam like I just like don't know if tonight still works for you but I made us a reservation at this place and the place that he had made us a res was like this place down in North Park that I'd been wanting to try which you should go Lane it's called Little Thief like really really just drove past it today yeah in North it's super stunning wine bar yeah they have a great wine selection my favorite bottle of wine is there but anyways it's like fuck it I have nothing to do tonight I was like whatever I'll just go of course, he surprises me. Like, we have so much in common. Like, he, we played on, like, similar soccer teams in Florida. Like, it was just, like, weird things when you meet somebody and, like, every, like, you, you fire. soccer? Oh, yeah, my whole life. Oh, Jesus Christ. No wonder we're best friends. Exactly. What position? Uh, center mid and right striker. Okay, I was sweeper. I was going to say, I you're was, a defender. I was left full, and then I was sweeper, <laughs> and I was like, defender. fuck with me, you're all dead. <laughs> yeah, I can totally, totally, totally see that. I could totally see that. And that's this guy, he was a professional soccer player. Love so it. I was like, oh, wow, fuck yeah, like, this is great. Anyways, long story short, he was like all into it, whatever, kind of like, like energy shifted. And I called him out on it and I was like, look, like, are you into this or are you not? Because like, I am not just looking for a casual hookup. And I will be honest, like him and I hooked up right away. Like it was like we went on a date and like hooked up that night. And I will tell anybody who like has opinions about that, like, I think that you can hook up with somebody like when it feels right to you. It's your own decision. It's your own decision. But what I will say. If you're judging someone else, like fuck off just no for figure sure. out what works for you yeah what works for you and like i'm i it's my body i can like make decisions how i want to whatever but what i have learned from a discernment standpoint is like for me that doesn't work anymore because whether or not the relationship didn't progress because of that i think it makes me it, it fucks with me if I've, that's been shared with someone and then it doesn't go forward so now i move like so slow i'm not a fucking just, turtle yeah like, like a fucking I tiny little turtle and i don't know if it's because i've been in like serious relationships but me and my roommate um that was that was supposed <laughs> my ex-roommate mandy i love you she we called each other we were joking we're like mm -hmm. we're monogamous mommies like we don't yeah. i i don't know what it's like to date around and like bop around yeah and yeah, yeah do that because if, if if that happens for some reason i'm like hey, cool we're, we're tied like i'm tied to you bitch no like, it, it it's like you it do just, feel that way like it you create answers for things that you don't get answers mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. so I, I, it doesn't make it any easier but i've tried to explain things away in my head of like oh like this happened because of this yeah or like the little tidbit that they did give you you just extrapolate you information and you tell a whole story around yeah. and that might not be their reality at all but it's filling in the blanks that you have yeah oh for sure but i have enough pride to not actually ask so and i'm I, like yeah and i will say too it kind of takes away like and, and that's why i don't do that anymore because i think like the same way that like when you're just getting to know somebody and you are in a situation chip and you're trying to figure out if you like them they're also trying to figure out if they like you so like when he came to me and was like yeah like i'm seeing somebody else and i want to be with this person instead in my mind because we had been physical i was, was like, like oh so something was wrong something was wrong but in reality which is totally fucking fine maybe he just didn't like me that much well clearly he didn't like me that much and that's fully okay because that doesn't change anything about who i am and like exactly like the right person is still out there and like will see me and and know and whatever and like 
I think it just creates like a level of confusion that you don't need to and like bring into the relationship and, like, at such an early stage. At a very like biological thing, I guess it, I do believe it's different for guys and girls. Like it's oh, yeah. just different. Yeah, and you romantic. I'm such a romantic. Like oh, I'm God. such a romantic, and like I think too, it's like I get caught up in moments where I'm like, oh, it feels right, and this is good, and this is all the. Th-. It's like no. <laughs> this is something I've done a lot of reflecting on. That is the ego. It's the I'm ego. Like, so you don't. I'm like so. Like what? What do you mean you're not obsessed with me? What? I'm like wait. <laughs> I was pretty into you. Why are you not into me? But that's just fucking life. No, it's just, and I think it's like also, it's unrequited love, I think, is something that's really important to experience because it genuinely teaches you a lot. Not even like love, it doesn't have to be love, but unrequited interest in someone, like when you're more in it than somebody else's. Like, that's a good type of like pain to go through because it's humbling and it like makes you acknowledge and face and confront your ego and i think that's something that really requires a lot of self-awareness and if you're trying to become more self-aware i think the first place you look is like understanding your ego what triggers it what sets it off and like how to control it yeah oh i know that's factual (laughs) but i'm still like i just want an answer enough well one day let's throw up our hinges on your tv and just swipe through that's hilarious we should do that you not seen that no that's fucking funny i want to have a hinge olympics I was going to invite, like, three different guys to last Sunday. I've done that at a bar before, but, like, like literally, like, hosted my own. I actually have a fucking hilarious story to say about Hinge. I went on three Hinge dates in the same night. <laughs> Give me the details. I'm not even kidding. And, like, Abby will tell you, I – and I didn't mean to do it this way. I just, like, overscheduled my life a little bit. Normal. Which like, makes sense because cool, you do a yeah. lot. Like, I'm still impressed. Yeah. Thanks for scheduling me in. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I just try to like book every hour. But yeah, I went on legitimately three hinge dates in one. Well, one of them was like a met at a bar. And then he asked me to get drinks kind of date. But it was so funny because I was like going home in between them to Bon Air. And I was like doing like little mini outfit changes Stop. or like touching up the makeup. And Abby's in bed, like literally like working on her computer and like watching me come in and out, giving her like little updates on each of the dates. And she was like, I feel like we're in a rom-com right now. Like what is actually Three. Up? Okay. Give me the timeline. Like what time? Three. I went to a happy hour with a guy and he it was like a weird he ate 30 oysters on this date I shit wow. you not we it was Zinc like a overdose it was at um herringbone in La Jolla which sadly closed down and he it was like an oyster happy hour deal it was like dollar oysters and he's like I wonder like how many oysters I could eat and I was like I don't know probably a lot they're like what maybe like half a calorie each like realistically you probably could eat a lot but like why would you it's a fucking oyster he's like ha, oh, I think I'm gonna eat like 40 I was like what blonde blue eyes surfer boy kind of vibes and just sat there and was like trying to eat 30 oysters he literally tried to hold a conversation as he like slurped like just got like 30 giant oysters ate all of them to his credit and it was unimpressive and i never went on a second date with him obviously but that was the first that set the tone for the evening what time was that at probably like five o'clock yeah happy hour happy hour right or maybe it was even early like 4 35 early okay how do people get to think keep going never mind it is wild (laughs) How do people get to things at 5 a.m.? I mean, p.m. Go ahead. Next. Second date. A second date was at La Valencia. We went to get, like, just a cocktail. Like, cocktail drink to, like, like catch up kind of thing. So somebody that I had, like, known previously ran into each other at the bar the weekend before. And we're like, oh, like, let's meet up and, like, catch up and have drinks, whatever. So we did that. 
And then I go home and do like a little outfit change. And then the third was like an 8 p.m. like after dinner. It was like an after dinner drinks date. And we went to Flamingo Deck and had espresso martinis. I've never been to Flamingo Deck. We need Deck. to go. Yeah. I was there last night for many, way too many hours. But we we're went. going one day. We need to go. But yeah, I went the after that and, and had espresso martinis with this guy. And that was definitely the best one of the night. But also I was like four drinks in at yeah, that like, point. <laughs> That is something such a hot take. I think that any date, any date can be great because I could talk to a wall. Absolutely. I I agree with that so much. Like you have to ask yourself the next day. Do like, I like the guy or do I just like that I can talk to anyone and pull good things out of people? Yes. And my friend Allie, shout out Allie. I'll, I'll make, if this ever gets posted, I'm going to send it to her and obviously oh, make her post. listen. She's my bestie from, from New York. She's from Jersey. <laughs> Allie, you got to make it to like hour two. <laughs> <laughs> no, you and Allie would actually be really close. But she always says, her advice to me is always like, make sure that like you're asking them questions and like, they're not just like being agreeable with what you say and like being like, oh yeah, I agree. Kind of because like it's so easy for them to come off like, oh yeah, I like you. Let's hook up. Exactly. They're like, oh yeah, everything you say is awesome. We're but, so like, similar. Let's not, do it. And then you actually... get into a situation ship. It's like I gotta go. <laughs> like fuck that. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's easy to like just be the one talking and leading the conversation because you and I can both talk for a long time. Clearly, clearly, clearly. <laughs> do I split this into two episodes or one? We don't know. We don't know. How how what time are we at? I don't even know. <laughs> because I do it in like bar, it, whatever. Um, it's been like an hour. I was like, I feel like we've spent several so topics hyped on this. I feel like I, I'm really stoked for you to be getting back into your podcast game because I, I can just tell that this is definitely like this is it. This is you're so good at this. And I think that you're such Thank a you. creative person. And I think like one of your strengths is connecting with people like, like talking. No, but Jenny, I think you know, you really is like you have this like very natural ability to make people feel comfortable and like be open and you make friends really easily and that says a lot about you and I think that it's just cool to see you in like your zone where you're feeling more motivated and inspired to create and it's just I'm, I'm stoked for you and I'm proud of you and I think it's gonna be great thank you yeah this hypes me up like no other like I'm so sick because I've talked to a few people that I've met even like on Bonaire or like through mm -hmm. SD Network I'm like Will you come on a podcast episode? And people are like, I would love to. Yeah. Like, this was so fun. I've never done this, and I'm having a blast. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're, we're doing this all the time. I want to do it again. You're I feel just like going to be regular. It's kind of funny because I realize that there, like, there is such thing as a digital footprint, and I think about that a lot with like take the TikTok stuff and like what I choose to talk about. But I think I'm just like delusional enough at this point in my life to not care because it's like I feel like I could say anything because we're sitting at the table and like you're one of my best friends so I could just tell you all this shit. But like, easily say it. We're like in this in this setting where I know it's being recorded. I just it's interesting. It's like I feel like people can be really mean. It's like I'm just thinking like, oh, talking about the whole like, oh yeah, I hooked up with this guy the first night that I met him, and I'm like other people like I've had conversations with my girlfriends who have done the same thing or like people who have done the same thing and it's like not something that I'm personally ashamed of so like why would I be afraid of like somebody else hearing that and I, I really do believe that like anyone that would judge you on something yeah like that that's something that they don't like about themselves that they're they haven't accepted that they've done that for themselves or they're not okay with a part of that themselves like yeah it has nothing to do with you and when other people have opinions about you it's exactly the reflection of what they don't like about themselves yes and i will also say too with like when it comes to like guys in that situation so it's like if because this is something that i dealt with with my ex where it was like he made me feel so 
guilty and bad about like my past relationships really oh my god like to like a crazy extent like just really judgmental really mean about it like not I don't even like need to get into it but all that to be said it's like because of that I felt like I had to really like hide and conceal a lot of parts of my past and it made me feel such shame and guilt for like decisions I had made previously then decisions I now know like weren't bad like the way he was reacting to things that had nothing to do with him and were just versions of me that created the version I am today like was just so terrible towards and I think it's also it's like you're a real person like I'm a real person I've made good decisions I've made bad like I'm figuring it out as I go and like leading my life based on like what feels right to me and I think in this moment in this moment and like am very open and impulsive in a good way and like I'm trying different things and willing to learn as I go and so I think it's like the right person will see me or see you or see somebody and be like oh I love the full picture I want all of that I don't just want a portion that I've carved out of everything I want yeah, the like, whole picture I don't want the ideal that I built up in my head I mm-hmm. actually accept you for you yeah and I love every part of you and I think that like you spe- like you specified every everything you've been through has made you who you are today yeah and i this is something i have a really hard time with and like i hope my mom and dad listens to this episode <laughs> long enough but i also think like i've kept so much about like dating or like mm-hmm. things in because i'm like oh like that's bad you know yeah. or like but like you said it's one of those things that if you're gonna judge me on it you were already judging me yeah you already had a preconceived notion that you were gonna judge me on something so like I will share things at a rate that I'm comfortable with and Mm -hmm. you don't have to be okay with that, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. And I also know that I've made those decisions and like, you know, full circle moment from the beginning, did I make a good decision, bad decision? Maybe in hindsight, I see it as maybe something that wasn't as, I'm just not going to make that decision again. I made a decision and now my next decision can reflect, like reflect what I want. That's what like my mom taught me and like Mm kind of like what your dad says, it's, chances and choices yeah chances and choices and I made a decision and I calculated how I felt around what I decided to do yeah at the end of the day it's what you decide to do it's what we decide to do it is and then I also decide to share it if you want to judge me on that that's on you a hundred percent and I think like this is like the fun part of well like life it's freeing when you just can I like throw it out there a hundred percent but especially like at this phase of our lives like when we look back at our 20s like I look at this as like my figuring it the fuck out years and like my whole life will probably be like that but like in your 20s like this is when you're allowed to like fuck up and make mistakes and change your mind and try something different and make a wrong turn and like that's like that's the point of it and I feel like you're really really missing out if you're not letting yourself go down those roads and you're really really missing out on a lot of growth and excitement and heartbreak in a good way and like just like things you know it's like if you are closed off to to certain things because you're trying to fit a certain mold or you're Mm -hmm. attached to a specific outcome that you want and you close yourself off to these different opportunities or ideas or what have you like you're limiting you're putting yourself in a box um at least the way that i the way that i see the world that's that's how i see it i'll go as far to say it's not even just your 20s yeah it's the biggest misconception that you'll have it all figured out by mm-hmm. 25 or 30 or 40. Not like it's, Nobody it's knows. just like we were talking about in other things. Everything is ebb and flow and everything is going to have its ups and its downs. Mm-hmm. And you're going to make great decisions. You're going to make terrible decisions. It's what you do 
after you've made that decision is what counts. Do you make the same decision 17 times? Yeah, maybe then you're at fault. Yeah. But if you make the decision to do something that you're not proud of, which I've done many times. We all have. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, am I going to do that again? Or am I going to move forward in a way that more aligns with what I actually want or what I actually think or what I now know because I made that terrible decision now I know better. I don't want to do it again. Yeah, like you don't learn the lesson unless you have to learn the lesson. Honestly, it's like you have like I don't I don't <laughs> I can't listen to other people. No. I need to do it myself. Oh my god, I would, I'm big on that. Me fucking too, Lane, dude. I would go in. But I appreciate with my other mom. people's opinions. I love like I will go to my parents. And I'm like I want your opinion. But I, my I mom don't like, always listen. But that my mom will thing. be like, Lane, why do you ask for my opinion if you're gonna do the opposite? I go because I trust you and I value your opinion, but I still need to figure it out for myself. And it, I, I love when, like, my sister and my mom give the loudest opinions on every decision I make with my life. And one of the things I said in my maid of honor speech for my sister's wedding was, like, she's always fucking right. Like, her, the way she sees people, she she calls it as she sees it, and she tells me things, and I don't want to hear it. And then a year goes by, and I'm like, her intuition's you intact. were right. Like, she has a fucking superpower, and that's her intuition when it comes to other people. But... I know me and like I've got to figure it out myself. I can't just listen to you. I got to experience myself or else I I won't learn the lesson. So I just I, and and you experience more life that way and that's what we're all here to do. It's like experience and that what if will always haunt me. I'm big on that the what ifs and I'm oh, like for sure. I gotta go figure it out. Gotta go figure it out. And if you gotta fuck up along the way, that's like that's the fun part. That's what the stories are for. And like I don't know, just we just rather fuck up and figure it out in San Diego. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Really. <laughs> Really just glad to be just here. Happy to be here. Just happy to be here. This was so cool. Dude, I'm this was <laughs> so I've done I forget how many episodes and I took a long hiatus and I'm a different person now than I was back yeah, then. But yeah. I will say this was one of my favorite episodes of record ever. Are you just saying that? No. Because- <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna edit this out. Like I kid you not, this was one of the most fluid episodes. Wow. That like I I love that. That's great. That's so fun. I'm I'm so excited. Okay, so if you made it this far <laughs> and you want to be on an episode, you want to come talk, let me know because apparently we're back, baby. Yes, you are. No, yeah, if anybody's listening, um, you'd be so lucky to sit across the table from Lane with a bottle of wine in between you and well, have a two-hour long wine, conversation. Now that we finished the wine, I'm like, what happened? Also, I'm sorry, we're an hour over you yeah. saying you were going to call it for your work. I have a 5 a.m. phone call tomorrow morning, so I should probably pop out. But um, Is there anything you would like to leave the listeners with? Um, No, just listen to Lane's podcast because it's fucking cool, and I love Lane. And um, no, if you live in San Diego and you're interested in the Yesi Network and like want to come to events or if you want to get involved, um, we're the SD Network on Instagram. It's the SDNTWRK Network. We're launching our website soon. The app will be rolling out in just a couple of months. And yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be good. That's all I got. And I'm Samantha Sport. <laughs> I am. No, I was literally just pulling it up because it is the yeah. SDNTWRK. NTWRK, yeah. It's like network without an E or no. <laughs> without the vowels, baby. Without no vowels. Fuck vowels. Also, you know I'll have it all over my Instagram. We didn't record video. I'm mm-hmm. trying to decipher if I want to just go full-blown podcast or do video as well on my YouTube channel. I love that we could be in gremlin mode for this, I will say, because you can't see me right now, but, like, I, I'm Gremlin not. mode's a vibe. <laughs> gremlin mode is... I feel more comfortable in gremlin mode. My eye's twitching right now, but I don't want to be on camera. Also, the, the facial expressions I made. I, when I used to record video for these episodes, I would have to, like... 
be mindful of how you <laughs> I look. I would like hold my hand under my ass and be like, okay, don't move your hands as much, you Italian bitch. And then I'd also be like, I just think, no, I've never done this before, but I, as a guest on the pod, what I will say, it's like, I feel so comfortable just talking because I don't feel like, like something's recording. Like, do you know Wait what I mean? Wait a minute. That might be why it was so fluid because we weren't worried about cameras. And no, I, I, I forgot have two this sep- is here. I used to have two separate cameras and I used to cut in between and then I'd have to like start one, stop. No, like this feels like like the other night when you and Claire were over and we're having dinner. And I think that that's Tiny. kind of like a better way to just like for, I've no, I was super kind of nervous at the beginning and like felt a little like I was like, I don't know what the fuck to say. So it's like good. I think that if there was cameras, Agreed. it It'd would be make too it much. even more obvious. Thank you, Samantha Score, for coming on. This was so much fun. This is so fun. I am stoked to listen to more episodes of your podcast. I'm, I'm happy to be on. So great. I used to upload every Monday morning. When do you listen to podcasts? Do you listen to podcasts? I actually love a Monday. I mean, like. I, I walk every morning, so if I could listen to a podcast every morning, I would. But um, yeah, Monday. I like Mondays. Cool. So I'm going to go home and edit it right now. <laughs> if you guys have any questions for us, let us know in the comments on Instagram or DMs or anything because actually I might put this on YouTube, but with just like a audio track. Yeah. Deal with it. Comment. All right. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to All Over the Place. And uh, I forget how I used to even say Yeah, like out. how do I? What do I? Bye. <laughs> See Bye. ya. I'm going to go drink some water. <laughs> <laughs>